1: And even... Checkout's not until four, so... Because
0: the American Express Platinum Card offers access to exclusive reservations at renowned restaurants, elevated experiences at live events, and 4 p.m. late checkout at fine hotels and resorts booked through Amex Travel. That's the powerful backing of American Express. See how to elevate your experiences at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. Terms apply.
1: On Wednesday night, there were two pretty big upsets in the NBA.
2: And this is going to be an Atlanta victory in Game 5. What a comeback. And that's it. The Clippers grab the upper hand in the series. A huge road win over Utah.
1: But before that on-the-court action even began, basketball fans were taken on quite a ride.
0: As The Athletic first reported, Chris Paul has entered the NBA's
1: health and safety protocols. Enormous breaking news, Kawhi Leonard will miss at least tonight's Game 5 for the Clippers against Utah with a knee that he hurt late in Game 4. Let's
0: move on to another huge breaking news story. We've got two coaching changes.
1: Superstars were ruled out of games. Coaches were let go by their teams. And the NBA's biggest star threw a bit of a grenade at the league. Today, the athletic Sam Amick joins us to break down one of the wilder days in recent memory and what we can expect down the home stretch of the NBA playoffs. From Wondering in the Athletic, I'm Andres Kelto. It's Thursday, June 17th, and this is the lead. Well, Sam, I have to say this has been one of those days where being on the West Coast feels like a bit of a punishment for journalists because we woke up to some big news and then the hits just kept on coming. So, first, how are you holding up
2: during this whirlwind of a day? Thank you, Anders. I'm a little tired, man. It's the afternoon. I actually, I just got back from LA, my first work road trip that I've had in a very long time since I was in the bubble. So I go to bed on the later side last night. And then like you alluded to, lo and behold, before I could even get my first cup of coffee in, (laughs) we got coaches getting fired. We got all kinds of craziness all over the place. I mean, I might have recency bias. I texted my wife and I said, craziest NBA day in my whole career. Wow. At least in terms of like number of storylines. Maybe others have been bigger and louder, but I do not remember this many that were of this magnitude.
1: Yeah. All right. Well, the first big piece of news that really shocked the basketball world was that Chris Paul, who has been having such an incredible playoff performance so far, has been put into the COVID protocol. Now, there's been a lot of information flying around the internets and on the Twitters. But Sam, what do we know at this point in time? First about Chris Paul's health and why he was put into the COVID protocol.
2: My understanding is, you know, he tested positive. And this I have not independently confirmed, but on ESPN's The Jump, Mark Spears and uh, Matt Barnes, former teammate of Chris Paul's, had talked about this. And Matt said on their show that, he had confirmed with Chris that he's been vaccinated. I got a chance to talk to Chris this morning. Uh, he is vaccinated. Obviously, frustration on this side. He's like, Maddie, all I do is go to games, practice, and come home. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? So I just don't really know what's going on. So he said, That would obviously mean that if this is a real positive versus a false positive, <laughs> Chris. it's unfortunate and it triggers the protocol.
0: If a player tests positive for COVID, he needs to go into quarantine until either 10 days have passed. Or he can produce two negative tests that were taken in a 24-hour or 48-hour span. and then
2: You know, there's heart tests that are part of it as well and an uncertain timeline. And so I don't know. Nobody knows, is he going to miss Game 1 of the West Conference Finals? Game 2, how long is he going to be out? It's obviously just terrible timing. We're bracing for him potentially missing yet again, uh, missing out on a pretty good opportunity to win his first championship.
0: Chris Paul who's had pretty bad injury luck at times when it comes to the playoffs, especially in the last five years, is having really bad luck again. And that stinks. It stinks for the game, and it stinks for Chris.
1: Obviously, we don't know how he might have contracted COVID if, if, in fact, he did test positive. But Sam, has this given people pause about the fact that games are being played in these arenas with lots of fans, many of
2: whom are not wearing masks, including in Phoenix? I mean, if by people you mean me, sure. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, I just went to that game or two games in LA, right? So Clippers, Utah, and there were a lot of masks in the crowd. LA is still, you know, more on the hyper alert side. Actually, the last day of my road trip, was June 15th, was the first day that California opened up and changed its rules. And I noticed that all around town, you had people still choosing to wear a mask in places where they no longer, quote unquote, had to. But all these reporters who I'm friendly with, who had just gotten back from Phoenix to cover games out there, had said that, wait till you go to Phoenix, there's not a mask to be found. And that is kind of anxiety inducing based on everything we've all been through for the past 15 months. And we'll never know if that played a part with Chris, but it's, yeah, that thought crossed my mind today, which is, you know, he's been surrounded by 17,000 people without a mask on with that air inside an inside environment. If ever you were going to have a breakthrough of a vaccinated person, I'm not a doctor, but it seems like that'd be a pretty rich environment for that. Well, about
1: 30 minutes after the Chris Paul news broke, word also came down that Kawhi Leonard had a knee injury. Our colleague Sham Sharania has reported that Clippers personnel fear that it's an ACL issue. So what do we know about the severity of that injury at this time, Sam?
2: They're still waiting for clarity. And the word that for now gets left out of the tweet in the report is that we're waiting for, you know, the word tear to come through. And that's the concern. I talked to somebody a few minutes ago about that situation a bit. And, you know, it seems as if they've had to dive in pretty deep to decide, you know, how bad it is. They might've even looked at some past imaging of that knee and the thing with Kawhi as he does have some history with that part of his body. So the thing that struck me when the news broke was that again, because I was just down there in LA yesterday morning, if my reading of the room was correct, their concern level was not particularly high. They actually were feeling okay. And I think we're ultimately pretty surprised by the seriousness of that situation.
1: You know, this team and owner Steve Ballmer really went all in on trying to win a title now. They more or less mortgaged their future to get Paul George and Kawhi Leonard. Assuming they don't go on to win title this year and if Kawhi ends up being out for a long period of time,
2: Sam, where does that leave this franchise? I don't know. It's a pretty compelling question. And to paint a quick picture for you, just the other night, they beat Utah. They tied the series 2-2. And I go over to the JW Marriott across the street from Staples Center. They have a lounge that kind of becomes the public after party of sorts for anybody who was at the game. You had a very happy Clippers scene over there. You had Steve Ballmer in the corner with his family, enjoying the victory. Dennis Robertson, the infamous Uncle Dennis, Kawhi's uncle and agent, was there with family and friends. And so, man, to go from that joyous scene to this is wild. And and while we sat there, and I was across the room from Bomber, the question you just asked was on my mind, like the what if. The roster, you got Kawhi being a free agent, not guaranteed to return, but expected to. We all know he likes to live there. We don't think he wants to play with LeBron. So, you know, you add those two things up, there's only one option. The front office, they have a really talented and deep group of executives, probably the deepest in the NBA, to be honest, that Steve Bomber has not been cheap with. You know what I mean? He's cut a check to have a lot of bright basketball minds. So, you know, did they maybe make some changes in the front office? Do they, I wouldn't see them giving up on a Kawhi or a Paul George, but nobody really knows. You just know that Steve Ballmer typically is the kind of guy that is not going to stand pat when he doesn't get what he wants, which is
1: winning a championship. Kawhi is now the eighth NBA All-Star to miss a game in the playoffs this season, which is apparently a record. And LeBron James sent out a series of tweets on Wednesday, sort of implying that these injuries were at least partly the NBA's fault. And he pointed to the the shortened
2: offseason. What were your thoughts on his comments? Not shocking. The understanding was the season was going to start in January, no earlier than that. Mm -hmm. And then you started hearing that LeBron wasn't thrilled about this, that LeBron wanted things to start later for obvious reasons. The Lakers and the Heat, you know, went farther than everybody. So I don't know. I think it's a fair criticism. I mean, it seems pretty clear that LeBron voiced one opinion and that didn't get heard for the masses. And, you know, I don't know. It's, I know it's, listen, you go through the pandemic, it's going to be easy to second guess all kinds of corporations. Hindsight is always twenty twenty, 20 But they did. They went for the money grab because the revenue was bleeding. And that's the choice they made. And it's hard to not connect dots with all these injuries.
1: Well, Sam, two superstars being ruled out wasn't the only news from Thursday. We also had a GM and two NBA coaches part ways with their teams. And I wanted to get your thoughts in particular on Stan Van Gundy, who was let go by the Pelicans after just one
2: season. Were you surprised by that decision? Not shocked. We'd been hearing noise for three, four weeks, five weeks that something was brewing there. In fact, I did a Sacramento radio station weekly interview that I have quite some time ago where I got asked about something Pelicans related and just, you know, was just talking loosely and mentioned that I had heard that Stan was not vibing with some of the players out there. That got picked up and I had some people involved in the situation claiming that it was much ado about nothing and that it was all a fabrication. And lo and behold, it clearly wasn't. So I don't know. It's not a great look for the Pelicans. You know, Dave Griffin is trying to build something there to make the most of Zion Williamson. And I like Stan a lot as a guy. He's got a a really good coaching record. I don't know all the ins and outs of that situation and why it didn't work other than the general characterization, like I said, of him not vibing with players. You could probably safely assume that some of those themes or some of those dynamics might have played a part as it relates to this group, but it's a step back for this Pelicans organization that like any other small market who has a big star, just time is a wasting. You know what I mean? You cannot mess around with these players who are that good. It is a little bit analogous to, you know, Luka Doncic and Dallas. Great expectations for teams that have great players, essentially, And now New Orleans has to go out and and get it right and get somebody who can partner with Zion and the rest of that crew. With those two additional vacancies,
1: I believe there are now six coaching openings. There's been a lot of speculation over the last few days that we could see a woman hired as an NBA coach for the very first time.
0: This is the closest I have felt that there would be a female head coach in the NBA. This is the closest I think it's come.
1: Spurs assistant Becky Hammond and Pelicans assistant Teresa Weatherspoon are being mentioned as very real candidates. Sam, do you think this is the year where we'll see that barrier broken? And which franchise do you think is most likely to take that plunge?
2: I don't think it is. Maybe I'm wrong. You know, Boston comes to mind. And this one is just what I think would be a knock it out of the park kind of move. Because I think highly of another woman who you didn't mention in that crew, but that gets a lot of buzz with good reason is Kara Lawson. Vaughn back to Lawson. Pull up elbow jumper. Good. Kara Lawson having herself a ball game, 17 now. Fantastic WNBA career. Obviously, was fantastic as a commentator. You know, now at Duke, coaching there. This is a dream come true for me. Uh, I've wanted to be a coach since I was a kid. And uh, I guess you would say I took kind of a circuitous route to get there. Was a Boston but, Celtics uh, assistant coach, now, and that was groundbreaking in its own way in the wake of Becky Hammond being the trailblazer. But Kara has got great rapport with the players that are still in Boston with Jason Tatum and Jalen Brown and that group. So that one to me feels like, you know, gosh, I wonder if they're really going to give her a look, but you know, Don Staley is getting an interview in Portland. It's another name. And you're seeing, I have to assume, and I think this is how it's going to go, whether it's this year, next year, whenever, I mean, you know, this Anders, we're suddenly seeing a woman's name being talked about as a candidate, you know, more often than not. And you know, that five, six years ago, that just wasn't happening. At all. I like the players' reaction to this too. And let, you know, by and large, publicly, what you hear in terms of the discourse among players about women coaches is where it should be in 2021, which is, you know, give me a great basketball mind and I'm not going to be too consumed with, you know, man or woman. Just like I say about Becky, I see her as my coach. I don't see
0: her as a female coach. She doesn't come out there, you know. Didn't act like
2: a male orphan, you know, she acts like my coach. And I don't think of it any other way, so, you know... We're kind of dropping some of those old guard stereotypes that obviously uh, society at large is still working with.
0: If you're shopping while working, eating, or even listening to this podcast, then you know and love the thrill of the hunt. But are you getting the thrill of the best deals? Rakuten shoppers do. They get the brands they love with the most savings and cash back. And you can get it too. Start getting cash back at your favorite stores, like Urban Outfitters, Sephora, and Nike. And even stack sales on top of cash back. It's easy to use, and you get your cash back through PayPal or check. The idea is simple. Stores pay Rakuten for sending them shoppers. And Rakuten shares the money with you as cash back. Download the free Rakuten app and never miss a deal. Or go to Rakuten.com to start getting the most bang for your buck. That's R-A-K-U-T-E-N. Most weight loss plans are one size fits all, not taking into account each person's individual needs. Noom takes into account dietary restrictions, medical issues, and other personal needs to build a plan that works for you. Everyone's journey is different, so your daily lessons are personalized to you and your goals. Stay focused on what's important to you with Noom's psychology and biology based approach. Sign up for your free trial today at Noom.com. That's N O O M.com. And check out Noom's first ever cookbook, The Noom Kitchen, for 100 healthy and delicious recipes to promote better living. Available to buy now wherever books are sold.
1: And Sam, this incredibly chaotic day came directly on the heels of an absolutely memorable performance by Kevin Durant. In Tuesday night's Game 5 win over the Bucks. he became the first player ever to get 45 points, 15 rebounds, and 10 assists in a playoff game. Right. And he played every single minute of the game. What was going through your head as you watched that masterclass
2: performance. Anders, that was like three years ago, right? (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, I think so. (laughs) Man, it feels like a long time ago. Um, I mean, it's easily one of the best playoff performances of all time. And like our Marcus Thompson wrote in a column that I greatly enjoyed, What was cool is that it was a reminder that, not a reminder, it was kind of a message that Kevin Durant is, in fact, capable of getting back to the level where he was before he went through so many injuries. To see the passion and to see his connection with Steve Nash, I thought was cool when Steve was giving him love afterwards. I mean, it was a great performance, a lot of fun to watch. And I'm
1: stunned right now, Marv. I mean, Milwaukee was in control and then Kevin Durant took over with a legendary playoff performance. Just incredible. And what, if anything, can the Bucks do to slow KD down during the rest of this series?
2: I mean, P.J. Tucker is going to give him as tough a time as anybody, but we saw, you know, P.J. can only do so much. And the officiating is coming into play there too. You know, of course, P.J. would love it if they let him body Kevin up as much as possible. That's probably not going to happen. But I don't know what you do. The Bucks, in general, truthfully, they have so much to worry about on the offensive end with how they're functioning. You know, I don't know where to begin with the Bucks' problems. I mean, 16-point lead at halftime and, you know, they're just not moving the ball and their general spirit when it mattered most in that game was not very impressive. And you have, of course, the debate of, you know, should the defensive player of the year from last year, should he guard the best guy on the other team.
0: Everybody's going to have a chance to guard him, but um, I would I love going to game game six to be able to guard him. And uh, if coach wants me to do that, you know, I'm ready for that.
2: A lot of folks say that Giannis, he's more of a free safety than he is a shutdown cornerback, and he's not equipped to guard perimeter players in that kind of quick twitch way, which sounds like it makes sense. And then I suddenly go, wait a minute. He literally just guarded Jimmy Butler in the last round. And kind of shut up a lot of the critics who had criticized him the year before for not guarding Jimmy Butler. So I, I feel like it's overly simplistic to say that you know Giannis is not going to be the Kevin Durant stopper. Kevin Durant is incredible and he's unstoppable when he's playing like that.
0: It's, it's kind of it's tough. It's tough. You know, like he he's the best. He's the best player in the world right now. And uh, we gotta we gotta beat him as a team.
2: And
1: lastly, Sam, the Bucks are another team that has really gone all in on trying to win a championship now. If they don't beat the Nets when they're without Kyrie Irving and when they're playing with a hamstrung version of James Harden, right. should we expect a seventh coaching vacancy to open up in Milwaukee?
2: I mean, handicapping it right now, I would say so. There's not a clear edict within the Bucks of unless you win a championship, Budenholzer is out, or unless you get to the finals, he's out. There's more of a, all right, how far do we get? Why did it happen? Were we healthy? what was happening on the other side. You know, they're going to factor in all the different things and take a pulse. But yeah, I mean, Mike Boonholzer's days in Milwaukee, I think are very possibly numbered if they don't advance from the series. Well, Sam, thanks so much for making time for us on this very busy day. You got it. Thank you, Andres. Appreciate you.
1: You can follow all of Sam Amick's NBA coverage and hear him on the Athletic NBA Show podcast at theathletic.com. From Wondering the Athletic, I'm Andres Kelto. Thanks for listening.
0: Terms apply. Purchases must be on card. Visit go.mx slash you know. Some people just know the best rate for you is a rate
1: based on you with Allstate. Not one based on Carol. She's more focused on hitting a high note than the car in front of her. Why pay a rate based on anyone else? Get one based on you with DriveWise from Allstate.